Hello and welcome back to Weird Thing About That, where me and my fellow players are given a subject and we have to find the weirdest, coolest, most interesting or funniest stories on that subject. Our stories will be scored by our judge and the winner will be revealed at the end of the episode. I'm Chris and joining me today are my fellow players. We have Chow. Hello. How's it going, Chow? It, very well. Good. Are you sure? You're... I think so. Are you alright? We'll, we'll get there. Okay. And, of course, we have Chucky. Yo! How's it going, Chucky? Not too bad. And where would we be without our Judge Dread himself, Head Judge Joe? I am Alor. Close enough. Not to be confused with Allah, because <laughs> I don't want to avoid that whole situation. Did I send you that thing the other day of someone that claimed they'd fought Allah on the astral plane? No. I'll send it to you in a bit. Please yeah, do, yeah. please do. Uh, it turns out they need more people to come and help them fight it, like a fucking Demon Souls boss or something. Yeah. Right. If you could uh, tell us what today's subject is, please. Today's subject is Bulgaria. Who's going first? Uh, you can go first. Some Bulgarians believe that when God created the world, he gave different elements to each country. With some taking the mountains and pastures, others the coasts and the seas. When it came to Bulgaria, there was nothing left, so God took a piece of his own paradise and gave it to Bulgaria. However, in this story, I'd like to talk more about an ancient superstition, that of the mythical Bulgarian folklore creature known as the Samadiva. In general, these beings are forest spirits or wood nymphs who appear as beautiful young women, but first appearances can be deceiving. Samodivi appear in many stories in which they are very harmful, sometimes even lethal creatures. Some believe that the Samodini are children of the Lamia, an evil dragon-like creature in Bulgarian folklore, yet others claim that they are the spirits of wicked women stuck between heaven and hell. Regardless of their origins, the Samodivi are always described as extremely beautiful women who never age, with long blonde hair, bright blue eyes, and their attire assists, uh, consists of a long white gown made of moonbeams and a green belt. They also adorn their heads with wreaths of flowers. As enticing as they would sound for a human to approach, doing so could cause an untimely demise for the poor soul. It is an unfortunate, if an unfortunate human stumbles upon the Samadivi while they are dancing, he would be enticed to join them. The human, not being able to keep up with their pace, would die of exhaustion. A warning also to any hunters out there, if you were to kill a deer that happened to be the mount of a Samadiva, they would cast a powerful spell on you that would result in your death. The only way to best one of these creatures is to wait until they are bathing, as the power of the Samadiva lies within their clothing, so steal their clothes while they are doing this is to take away their power. So the questionable moral of this story is only approach a beautiful woman in a Bulgarian forest if she is wearing no clothes. Gentlemen, I hope you have questions because I do. <laughs> I, I want to know what a moonbeam is. I was going to say, how do you weave a moonbeam? How do you solve a problem like Maria? That sounds like a, that sounds like a lyric from like an Enya song. How do you weave a moonbeam? <laughs> um, I'll tell you about Enya. Um, yeah, I mean, right. So all folklore stuff is basically don't go in the woods because that's where the weird shit lives. Yeah. What are they based on then? Do we know? Well, there's sort of again this contention about where they come from. Uh, you've heard of the Lamia? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Featured in is it Drag Me to Hell? That film back in sort of the yes. 2000s that was sort of haunting the the woman and ended up dragging her off to the underworld. Yes, it's uh, a- some believe they are the daughters of 
one of those. Okay. Uh, but again, some people there stuck, uh, believe they're sort of women who are were witches and are now stuck in limbo between okay. heaven and hell. And no, I mean, but, I mean as, as the morality tale of, um, like, um, Kelpies are like, mm. don't go near water because you'll drown. Yeah. Just stay out of the woods. I guess it's just to yeah. stop kids from wandering into stop the forest. Stop looking at and, sexy women in the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> I've wandered into the forest and found many a porno mag under a tree. I guess it's the Bulgarian equivalent. Of- I, I, I genuinely found a bag of porno magazines when I was out walking the dog the other day. Why? Wow. Why? Really? Why People this- get to a point and go, you know what? I'm going to pass this on to the next generation. The only way it to was, do that it was It was on top of like the waste ground near my house inside three tyres that had been stacked up I'm as so- if it was some sort of ritual sacrifice. <laughs> It's a religious month. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah. There is a medieval church nearby. Yeah. 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 I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear that still goes on because I thought Pornhub would be the death of Pornhub railway sightings. I'm glad to know the tradition still lives on. Just people leaving old phones just full of porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. USB pen drives. Yeah. No. Here's my iPhone 4S. <laughs> I, I did kind of want to go into the, what, what did you say the belts were made out of? Just green belts. So the green, green belts. belts that's but, it. Uh, yeah. I did sort of just for careful, time the purposes. I build on it if you trimmed out careful. a couple of words. Uh, the sometimes it can be rainbow coloured belts as well. Mm. That's kind of like I think some it depends sort of hierarchy of yeah depends so, what grade they are at karate. <laughs> what colour belt they are. So you, 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 your clothes are made of entirely non-physical things. Your your dress is made of moonbeams and your belt is made of rainbows. Yeah. And well, then you have they to take have, this off, and that's when you're vulnerable. It's very confusing. They very do it sounds like someone's took a shitload of mushrooms and fucked about <laughs> in the forest to me. As all good stories start. Uh, ciao. Hello. Oh, do we have an urban dictionary for that one? Sorry. Oh, oh hang on. There must be one for moonbeams, surely. <laughs> okay, uh, bear with me. Fill, fill for time. Okay, we do have something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Say something funny. Uh, <laughs> Moonbeam. It's not that good, actually. A really nice girl who displays a pretty little shy smile when she's happy. Oh. She doesn't talk too much. You can tell how she feels, though, by looking into her beaming eyes and watching her little moonbeam smile. As she's bathing naked in the Bulgarian <laughs> yeah. forest. And you're stealing her clothes. <laughs> and selling them on the internet would you try and put the clothes on yourself I think I would if that's where their power lies yeah. but then I could be cursed by them like or have mm. I'd just I wouldn't just fuck up I wouldn't fuck about them to be honest no in in Joe's scale of things I would fuck about with that's like a 10 being the worst like <laughs> yeah Mr. Wiggles is about a three Charles hello oh yeah yeah uh, <laughs> Um, I'm just going to talk about my favourite Bulgarian footballer, who was uh, a man called Dimitar Berbatov. Um, so Dimitar Berbatov is a former Bulgarian professional footballer, and in my opinion, the coolest footballer ever to grace the Premier League. He makes Thierry Henry look like Lenny Henry. That joke works a lot better when it's written down. And it's also not true, because Thierry Henry was pretty fucking awesome as well. Uh, Berbatov played in the Premier League for Tottenham United, Manchester United, sorry, and Fulham. And whilst his goal-scoring record for the clubs is not good, it is good, it isn't exemplary, as some of you know the most prolific Premier League strikers. But I heard a quote about him which, for me, sums up his playing style. And 
And for some reason, my limited Google skills cannot find or attribute the quote. I remember hearing it a couple of years ago and it was something that stuck with me. But the quote is, the FA should make an exception and allow Berbatov to play in a suit every week. Um, the man's style can be characterised as intelligent, skillful and considered. Some people mistook his approach as being lazy. He didn't track back and some of the other, you know, as much as other strikers and he wasn't the greatest at pressing the opposition's defence. But he played with a calmness and he just looked composed on the ball all the time. He had incredible footballing intelligence and his skill and technique was absolutely superb. For a lot of people, he was good but not amazing. And his career statistics support that statement. But I'd argue he's the type of player that personifies the meaning of having a certain je ne sais quoi. His movement and style of play can be encapsulated by a quote of his. You're not going to see me puffing about a pitch. There's a saying in Bulgaria that great quality does not require much effort. Gentlemen, your rebuttals. Yeah, I need to ask about the suit. What, what, why should he be able to play <laughs> in the suit? Because of his... He just had this... He had... He just had an aura, an aura, a presence about him. He never rushed. He, he could just have, have easily have been at a sort of like at the ambassador's reception being served for Aero Rochers as he could have been on a um, yeah very clashy establishment. Um, Can't have him. <laughs> what are you allergic to him for Aero Rochers? Hazelnuts. Yeah. So you can't have. Bueno either. No, it's shit, mate. Fucking hell. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just he had a just a class, just a persona about him that was just he he, he, he everything he did looked effortless. A lot of people, um really unfairly in my opinion, said he was lazy, have a really good work ethic, but it was just his composure, it was just the way he was, everything about him. He just moved in a way which made everything look effortless. Even when he was chasing a ball down 50-50, he never looked like he was putting a full shift in. But he was. He was just as fast as other people. He was, And he was quite a, uh, a prolific goal scorer. Um, I went to watch a lot of United home games uh, for, a, for a period of time, just well, before kids. And he was, um, he was one of the strikers for United. And he was far and away one of my favourite footballers I've ever watched. And he, he just had a... Again, it's it's the personification of the X Factor. You can't, I can't say, you know, he just had something about him which just made him really, really fucking good. I loved him. I think I remember him. He was just like, yeah, he was just a cool guy, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He just looked like, uh, I and guess he, I'll run down there then. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. I'll have to Google what he looks like. I'm not a football fan at all, but I have heard the name. Um, I'll just have to Google what he looks like. I'll probably recognise him as well. Uh, he's called Jared Depardieu. <laughs> The famous Bulgarian. I mean, he was the captain. He was captain of the Bulgarian national team for like five years. Uh, five years. I mean, Wikipedia and all. Yeah, but I think three members of that team were goats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One was a scaffolder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one couldn't move because he was in a. Yeah, one couldn't play in an a, iron lung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in a. Yeah, he was in a detention centre. In. A, oh, you went darker. I was just trying to. <laughs> I was trying to keep the energy up, but fine. <laughs> Berbatov sounds like a cocktail you might have at the start of a, a party. A what? A Berbatov. Ooh, yeah, it's like bourbon and vodka mixed together. Yeah. Would you like an aperitif, sir? Yes, I'll have a Berbatov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I agree, yeah. Hmm. Um, Urban Dictionary. I've got hits and I, I require answers. Ooh. Uh, striker. Someone who scores a lot in a bar? It's good, but it's not right. Oh, I don't want to go dark, but yeah. somebody who hits people, maybe their partner. Um... Sort of, oh, yes, maybe. No. I'm, I'm getting a blank. Uh, no, I can't think of anything. No. Um, apparently, it is a prospect, which is a young person in a biking gang, 
who is utilised for violent acts. So, oh, okay. send out that striker to beat up that snitch, for example. Um, okay. That's fun, isn't it? We've learned yes. something. It's not all rude, you know. Yeah, Prospect, like, uh, I've seen Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It says Bottom Rocker, but I thought that was a... Another sex thing, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to broach that. I just, I'll cut that. Uh, Chucky. All right. So I'll start with a little bit of geography and history. Uh, Bulgaria's southern border is shared with Greece, and in the early 1900s, following the Second Balkan War, tensions between the two countries were high. My story is about an incident that occurred on October 18th, 1925, and it took place in the border town of Petrich. Now, Petrich is a town in southwest of Bulgaria, and in 1925 there was a military presence guarding the border. As legend has it, on that Sunday afternoon, a Greek soldier was playing with his dog, which in a display of geopolitical defiance, decided to run across the border into Bulgaria. Fucking dogs, mate. Fucking dogs, man. <laughs> the dog, being a free spirit, separated from arbitrary ideas of borders, was enjoying being chased by its owner. However, it didn't know that this was to be short-lived. The Bulgarian sentries who were guarding the border in a display of extreme dogmatisms, pun intended, uh, decided to open fire on the Greek soldier, killing him. Oh, no. But not the dog. I, I really didn't want to put him. The dog also died. But um, this was the start of the Greek-Bulgarian crisis, which would go on <laughs> to result in a brief invasion because of Bulgaria. Of it fucking was. <laughs> Um, and eventually led to 50 Bulgarian civilians being killed. Jesus. It wasn't until Bulgaria enlisted the help of the League of Nations that the crisis would de-escalate. A dog wouldn't become the centre of attention in another historical event quite like this for 86 years, when Fenton would emulate the event in Richmond Park <laughs> in 2011, but notably oh. with far fewer Bulgarian casualties. Well, Gentlemen, your rebuttals. My dog's an arsehole, but he's never killed 50 people. My dog <laughs> no, 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 no. Through his actions, Through he's his never actions killed 50 people. Never killed 50 yeah, that that I know of. <laughs> My dog once knocked a woman into a reservoir. That was a fun afternoon. <laughs> your dog. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Max. Temporarily, it wasn't my dog. Oh, that's my neighbour's dog. My yeah. dog would never do such a thing. Yeah. Oh, well. It must be one of those Greek dogs. Let's shoot it's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of harsh imagining... Yo, the guy chasing after his pooch. And, you know, you'd just be chasing him, right? You know, it's like, oh, he's off the lead. Come I'm, back. I mean, literally, yeah. that happened as you arrived here today. Uh, well, that, One of the dogs uh, broke down the street. And if you'd have got into that street and someone had opened fire, I would have been inconsolable <laughs> for about 20 minutes. <laughs> does take the edge off a little bit. Seeing some curtain twitching, hopefully not Bulgarians. Yeah. At least they didn't kill the dog. No, the, it's always I don't know what it is. No, the dog, the dog was also killed. Oh, was I he think actually? I think the dog might have been Bulgarian, and it was all just the setup. But it kind of went <laughs> skewed. That, that sounds. The better. dog was actually two Bulgarians in a dog costume. <laughs> <laughs> I always, yeah, I always think the League of Nations. It was like the precursors of the UN, wasn't it? But I just always think the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So yeah, it, it had a very sort of steampunk vibe it, about yeah. it. so when you say oh, we escalated until the lead of, league of nations turned up I just imagine like a guy twirling his moustache <laughs> else this an invisible hello guy. my name is Montgomery Charles I'm from the league <laughs> of nations <laughs> <laughs> and I'll solve your problems kill all the dogs no more <laughs> problem solved oh, well. 
<laughs> he just rides off on a bike. <laughs> on a penny farthing. <laughs> That's it, problem solved. <laughs> Montgomery Charles, away! <laughs> off to play a game of hoop and stick. <laughs> Cup and ball. Cup and bobs. Uh, you can't play cup and ball with that uh, terrorist guy, though, because they're... <laughs> Do yeah. we have any urban dictionary? Oh, um, no, I don't like It's not that good. Um, shoot the dog on Urban Dictionary. Uh, the act of losing your shit, but it does not mean actually shooting dogs. Oh, okay. To so just like go. To just go postal. Like, yeah. To, right. Well, not to go postal because, again. Down. Yeah. Again, not to be like hurting. I think it's just to, just to have a rant and a rave right. to, to go yeah. and shoot dogs. Like Atticus Finch. Yeah. Must be a regional thing. We have people at work where they, they said, if your pants are too short, they would say, has your cat died? Yeah, that was a, yeah, because, yeah, your cat I, would pull your trousers down. <laughs> no, I think it was... Is that not where it came from? No, no, it, was no a ma- it was a flag, it was a flag flying at half mast because you, your ankles with the flagpole. That's why, that's how I always read that joke. Because yeah, you did have a cat because it had died. And it also started the Boer War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which led to the deaths of 3,000 people. Yeah, yeah. Because of Mr. Wiggles the cat invading. <laughs> oh, I see how it all comes full circle. Um, again, gentlemen, you've all done sterling work here. You've, your research has picked up a lot since last time, I will say. Um, it's going to be a tie this round between Chris and Chucky. I'll take it. I'll take that. It's the first episode I, that Joe hasn't scored a I point, may need so. to refine my um, scoring system somewhat, rather than just four arbitrary things that I can take <laughs> off. We'll, we'll, we'll sort it. If you could, because I'm very busy. <laughs> right. You can follow us on Twitter, at WeirdThingPod. Thanks for tuning in again, and we will see you next episode. Weird thing about that. Weird thing about that is a dead dog. <laughs> <laughs>